So, Rafiq. So. How about this? So how about this? But honestly, so how about this? I'm dying. (laughs) (laughs) That's. I almost, my competitive, I almost did the, uh, oh, you think you're dying? Like I almost did that. Yeah. Yeah. What are we doing right now? Are we doing, are we basically flying blind like we did or do you have a specific topic? So I have a couple of topics. But clearly you want to talk Uh, about dying. So let's start there. I mean, we can. Uh, Hospitals are expensive as fuck. Yep. They are expensive as fuck. Uh Uh-huh. Even with insurance, which is insane because there's part of me having been to the hospital several times recently go... I gave you guys my insurance, the thing that I pay for every (laughs) month. (laughs) That allegedly is supposed to do this for me. Right. And then you came back with a bill, which was exorbitant, to say the least. And part of me. Funny part of that is that's because your insurance doesn't kick in until you spend a bazillion dollars. Right. And. I have already spent that previous bazillion, according to them. (laughs) Yeah. So part of me goes, what am I actually paying for? Right? Like, the American healthcare system is insane to begin with. Let's just get that out of the way. That's something everybody from mom to dad to little... Timmy has said, for and I don't. Years I don't now. even think that's a, a party uh, line thing. That's a right. r- like the right and the left are both kind of like, hey, this is stupid, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> but like, there's the thing that boggles my mind is like, it is one of those things where it's like we all agree it's insane, and I understand that there are powerful forces at play going like, ooh, uh, well, you need insurance companies because they argue for your best interests against the hospitals, to which I go like, uh, all right. Well, I've let's... never heard that argument, and whoever told you that is a jackass. They are a jackass, but that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, though, is like if people will make arguments like that or politicians will make similar arguments and yada, 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 but at a certain point in time, I go, all right, let's say that that's true. Now that you've already established yourself as king of the fucking molehill, why aren't you doing your job? <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, imagine if you paid a guy, right, to be like, hey, man, I'm not a good negotiator. You're a great negotiator. Go get me the best car possible. Right? Here's all the money for the car. Where is this? I'm sorry. I know you're going somewhere, but I have to. Where is this myth coming from that the insurance company is negotiating with anyone in your best interest? So where did you hear that nonsense? So that's actually something that's been spread around mainly in more like industrial circles, but mainly as kind of like an offshoot of the idea of like, this is why the insurance agencies like are a thing to begin with of I pay you money and then you, you know, the insurance company are supposed to get me the best price on my health care in exchange. That That's the original intention of... That is like Santa Claus level. Yeah. Because as a guy who's had to consistently have good insurance since he was 22 with all my health bullshit... 
There's never been a time. It's always in the other direction. I'm, it's begging the insurance company, please let me live. Yeah, I've never, I'm not <laughs> saying that they actually do their job. Yeah. I'm just saying that's their intention. I don't, I don't even like, know. Maybe in 18 Baba da Boo, that was the idea. <laughs> yes. But that, I, no one believes that now. If you yeah. do believe that now, then I got a bridge to sell you. Well, so that's kind of the whole, I mean, and this is kind of where the divide along party lines becomes, right? Is because the whole argument of more liberal individuals is, well, just get a single payer health care, right? So that way there's just one entity arguing with, you know, the, the health care system in America paying for everything. And then we only have one person who's making that argument with, you know, doctors and hospitals and yada, yada, yada. Whereas the more conservative viewpoint tends to be, well, it's a free market, so whoever wants to negotiate can negotiate, and you can pay a dude who should, in theory, right, get you the best price in your health care. Again, I'm not saying that that <laughs> ever has happened, that's not, but that's the idea I behind even, it. I, I don't even, I can't, dude, for a good two months, if not three, we are begging my insurance company to give me a pill that could potentially save my life. And I don't know who's, there's no negotiating. It's just, we ain't approving that and we ain't paying for it. Like who's negotiating? Well, so the, I again, the idea, <laughs> think, at, okay. The idea at the very beginning of insurance is Alan if you give us money while you're well, all right, we will go and we will essentially hold on to that money for you, you know, or whatever. And then we will go and talk to the doctors or whatever when you're sick and in exchange, right, we will get you a, the best price for your health care and we will make sure that when you're sick, you're taken care of. That's the overarching idea behind health insurance all insurance I think that is, maybe used to be the idea yeah i'm not again i'm not saying that <laughs> I, that's, i'm not arguing with you yeah. i just i've never heard this before this right. sounds like i mean this sounds like the ancient greeks believed like okay that's cool <laughs> that they believed that because right. that's never been the system i've always grown up in is you give them X amount of dollars, they pay X amount of your bill if they choose to. That's the system. Well, that's the American system. And right. that's kind of where the overarching problem is occurring. And kind of what my original point was is like, I have gotten to the point where, again, I went like, all right, in theory, I am taking the metaphor a step off to the side, right? is I want the best car that I can get for this amount of money. I am paying a guy every month to be my negotiator to get me the car that I need when I need a car. And now I've turned to him and go, well, where's my car? And they go like, well, we decided you don't really need, you don't need a, a car. car. Yeah. We got I, you. We got you. This little what's the segue? We got you a segue, so right? We can. You can afford a segue, <laughs> even though you've given us enough money for five new cars. You can afford a segue, or like they start like picking out pieces of the car. 
you know, to see if you really need it. It's like, right, right, right. How, we got you some wheels. Right. We got you some wheels. That's great. Do you really need airbags? Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. What if instead of airbags, we just put a giant spike in the steering wheel? So if you crash, <laughs> the spike just kills you. Right. Then you don't have to worry about airbags. Yeah. It's like, I think the and, spike's and that's a what we're problem. And that's what we're going to do. <laughs> we got you the spike. Right. <laughs> we didn't even ask you if you wanted the spike. That's the new thing that I've been dealing with is I'm, I'm constantly uh, not able to get my medicine because the insurance company just keeps deciding we're going to start distributing your medicine in this way. And, and they literally, the whole process is they just put you in it. Right. And you have to call them and say, I don't want to do it that way. I want to keep going to the pharmacy because the way my life works right now, it's much better for me to just go to the pharmacy and pick it up. Right. For some, it may be better to do because I think it's like some kind of mail system. We're going to start mailing it to you. Well, meanwhile, okay, if that's the system, how come nothing ever came in the mail? So right. now what am I doing? What are we talking about? Yeah. You know? You know, there there's so many moments where, like, when you're fighting with health insurance over these things, where you find yourself going, the idea that you have is lovely, yeah. but, right, I don't care if it works for Joe Schmo, bumfuck, whatever, right? That's not what I need. <laughs> but we fixed it. <laughs> right. But it wasn't broken. But right. no, no, we fixed it. But that not that just the world we're living in now where, like, you can't suddenly use your phone anymore because they moved the button to a bizarre place? What We fixed it. Yesterday, the button was down here, and it worked just fine. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it would be one thing if, and kind of to your point of, like, this is the world we live in, where it's like if the fixes applied to the broadest number of people, I would go, okay, all right. I got to learn a new thing. Sure. I get it. Right. <laughs> this, but it's all just arbitrary shit. Right. It, it is all the moments of you go, okay, I need to go do a thing on my phone. I need to open an app. Right. Before you just tap the screen, tap the app and the app launches. Theoretically, right. In this hypothetical world, I tap the screen tap the app. Now I have to enter a passcode and I'm turning to the guy next to me and go like, can you believe this shit? And they go like, yeah, why the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And then you start Nobody's talking happy. to, you're right. And then you start talking to other people and it's like, oh, well, you know, Mark Zuckerberg was really tired of accidentally opening the app. And it's like, I don't give a fuck what Mark does. Mark's a billionaire. Why the fuck does it matter if he's happy with it or not? Like, why do, why does, 98% of us have to go along with the whims of 2% of the population. I can honestly answer that question is because that 2% is a bunch of sociopaths and nobody really wants to fuck with them. Yeah. But <laughs> well, I mean, it's also all business bullshit. It, everybody's got to justify their jobs. So they right. keep creating weird programs. And, and when I say programs, I'm not even talking about apps like your insurance company, the, the new program that they launched that nobody asked for that doesn't fix any problems that's because there's a guy in an office and he's got a title and he's like, ah, shit, I better come up with something this year. Well, so, but part of the problem there, at least for me, 
is that guy has to justify his job because the sociopath at the top of the company goes, I want five new programs every year. And the guy's like, but we don't need five programs. (laughs) You hired me to make sure the programs that we have work. Yep. Yeah. I was talking with one of my siblings the other day and uh, they were telling me, as far as their, and this is a very 80s kind of perception, so I don't know if this is like the standard, or but this is a whole generation of people who I go like, oh no, you guys believe this. Yeah. Uh, where they go, if you're not thriving, you're dying. <laughs> right? There, there is no middle ground. Right, there is no. <laughs> you're, you're, either, you're either Uncle Scrooge diving into a, 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 a fucking pool of quarters, or you're just starving. Right. And when you look at that, it explains so much of like how business is structured because it's like, it's this belief of we're going straight to the moon. We're always headed right to the moon. And when we hit the moon, then we're going to the sun. And you had to sit there and go, you do realize that's unsustainable, right? <laughs> There's stuff in between, <laughs> right? <laughs> you can't just get to the sun. There's like shit in between there. Right. And it's even like, there are only so many atoms that we can fuck around with yeah. as humans. There's a whole empty void of space out there. All right. So in order for us to get to the sun, we could, but Why? Does that improve anyone's life? Well, and then this is where I'm really uneducated and talking out of my ass. But I know that there's some legal thing where if you're a corporation, you like have to show growth. I don't. And I, that's, I just said as much as I know. And even what I just said is probably totally ass backward on some level. But it's like built in the idea of a corporation is continual growth. And if you're not, you know, so let's say you're a corporation that, I don't know, uses natural resources. And let's say you have to constantly show growth. Do you think maybe, possibly, there might be some consequences to something like that? It's just kind of this insane thing of like, you know, like we are, we, especially in the Western societies and Eastern societies. So let anyone at home fool you, you know, like it's, it's everybody, but it's this weird belief of like, well, if I'm not getting more every second of every day, then obviously I'm failing in some respect to which I go, if you have food on your plate, you have a decent house to live in, right? I understand you want more options, you know? But at some point in time, those options don't really mean anything, <laughs> right? Yeah. You, 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 you can afford steak or lobster or both every night of the week, but you want the option for chicken, right? To which I go, why, why don't you well, just... There's a children's fable that ends with the term that ends with the term the grass is always greener on the other side. Right, you know. And you know. There, the other day I was showing my brother my new sound system and I basically did a compare and contrast. This is what the new shit sounds like. This is what the older shit sounds like. There's nothing wrong with the older shit. The older shit sounds fine. 
but it's like, yeah, but it ain't that new shit, is it? It doesn't have that same level of whatever, you know? Well, so that's kind of where I would argue differently, right? Because the new thing is actually an improvement, right? Right, but it doesn't that also counter to your, as long as you got food on the table? Well, so there's a difference, though, because if you, as long as you have food on the table, I go, great. You should seek to improve the quality of that food, but not necessarily the quantity of that food. Okay. You don't need steak, lobster, chicken, you know, whatever available to you. Just get every really night. good chicken. Right? Just get really good chicken. Right? And then be like, well, I got really good chicken right now. Tomorrow, I'm going to get really good steak. Mm. Right. And then the day after I'm going to get really good fish. <laughs> you don't need to be like, I need all of this right now forever. And it's mine. Don't look at it. Don't fucking breathe in my direction, Alan. It's my fucking chicken. And I, I go, that sounds like what happens when you have a rabid dog that doesn't know how to behave in a pack of animals. So I go, you need to take that dog to the side, quietly put it down, and then be like, the rest of you are good doggies. Uh, that's me silently advocating guillotines for the rich. Uh, Let them eat cake. Well, that's, I mean... Kinda, yeah. You know, like <laughs> I don't advocate violence necessarily, but but there is a certain point in most societies where I go, like, you need to have a lot of balls to think that at some point in time, lower classes will not rise up against upper classes if you mistreat them, and that because that's what happens throughout history. It, you have this entire moment of upper classes wringing the necks of the you know poor or less fortunate than them, and then one day you know some rich douchebag finally does the thing that no one can forgive, and then the upper class gets cleared out, right? And then everybody in the middle class kind of stands around and goes like, "All right, so what are we doing?" And then, like, the one sociopath in the middle class who's been hiding out goes like, oh, now's my time. Like, <laughs> not that he's been hiding out. He just didn't have the opportunity before. Yeah. He's, he was always ready to pounce. Now he find, found his uh, he found his opening. All right. So, been, so how about that? So how about that? <laughs> Everything we do matters. Hey, thanks for listening to that episode of So How About This. Whatever you are using to listen, don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment, hit whatever extra button they make you push these days. On Twitter, you can find us at So How About This One. The words are So How About This, followed by the number one. Leave us some beautiful comments there. Ask us questions. If you want us to talk about something on the podcast, let us know. We'll bring it up while we record, and uh, we'll see you next time.